the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy. Today's podcast is called Unlocking Your Identity. So often when I counsel people, they are trapped in their trauma. They're trapped in their disbelief. They're trapped in their self-pity or shame, guilt, and condemnation. And that is where they are. their identity lies. But Christ came to set us free from all lies so that we may be and walk in who He created us to be. And that is the beloved of Jesus Christ. So I hope you enjoy this podcast today. I'll talk to you later. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a Ph.D. in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy. Thank you for joining my podcast today. I hope that you find it encouraging and uplifting and a little bit challenging. I also hope that you'll follow me on all my social media outlets. You can find me on Facebook at Dr. Trudy Simmons. You can follow me on the ChristianView.tv. We have a Facebook page and we're on Instagram there. And then I have an Instagram personal page, which is just Trudy Simmons. So I hope that you will find me on all social media outlets and then check out my courses that I'm offering, which is the first one is Ditching Dysfunction. And then the second one is called Fit for Purpose. Um, you can also reach out to me for counseling or for life coaching at trudysimmons.net. And so I hope that you'll follow up with me. Let me know that you've enjoyed this podcast. So I want to talk to you today about changing your beliefs. What are you believing? Because we have two choices. We can believe what the enemy says about us, which will keep us bound, which will keep us depressed, which will keep us oppressed, which will keep us from fulfilling our destiny. And there are so many people that I counsel that come from such traumatic past that they are stuck in their trauma, in their dysfunction. They're stuck in the mindset of they're no good. They have believed what the enemy says, and therefore they are stuck in mediocrity, which is not where God wants us. The other choice is we can believe what God says about us. And God says that we are loved, that we are righteous, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And in Ephesians 2, 4, and 5, it says, God being rich in mercy because of his great love, with which he loved us, made us alive together in Christ. Again, Ephesians 2, 4, and 5. Because of his great love for you, he made you alive in Christ. 
You know, so often we try to change our behaviors without changing our beliefs. I'll say that again. So often we try to change our behaviors before we change our beliefs. And that's kind of called faking it till we make it. But most of the time we don't make it because we all have a breaking point. We all have that point in our life where we just say, I can't do it anymore. I can't pretend anymore. I can't wear this mask anymore. We must change our beliefs before we can make significant changes in our behaviors. Nothing will change your belief more than a true knowledge of God and who you are in Jesus Christ. Think about that. Who you are in Jesus Christ. But you also have to know who Father God is. Is He the Father God in heaven that loves you and that you can come to Him without trembling, without fear, because you know He's not going to judge you. He's not going to hurt you. He's not going to abuse you. He's going to love you. Or is He the type of Father that you have in your mind that is just harsh and mean and judgmental? You've got to make that decision. You may have had an earthly father, an earthly mother, who just, they just weren't there for you. They couldn't be there for you. They were mean. They were judgmental. They were condescending. They were condemning. They shamed you. They abused you. And that may be who your earthly parents are. But I'm here to tell you that you have a heavenly father that wants to break all shame, guilt, and condemnation off of you. He wants to shame, break up all guilt, all depression, all oppression. He wants to break that off of you. But you have to do your part. And your part is believing that God is who He says He is. And that He will do what He says He will do. There's a verse, a scripture in Amos, Amos 3.3. 3, and it says, can two walk together unless they agree? So here's the deal. You can't walk with God and receive all the blessings he has for you if you're walking also hand in hand with the devil and believing what he has for you. God wants to overflow you with his blessings, with his goodness, with his presence. But if you're over there in the corner speaking death over yourself, walking in self-pity and self-doubt, then God, he wants to bless you. But he can't because you are out of agreement with God. So you've got to make a decision today to say, okay, God is who he says he is. He is a good, good father and he has great things for me. Or you can walk in hand, he, he, or you can walk in hand in hand with the enemy and believe his lies. And I have to tell you, for all who are listening, it is far too easy to believe the enemy and to walk hand in hand with the enemy than to walk hand in hand with the Father. I've watched the enemy rob so many people of their future, of their abundant future, because they've chosen to believe the enemy. They've chosen to believe what the world says about them and what the enemy says about them versus what God says about you. And so you have a choice. You have a choice to decide. And then once you decide, you have to walk in it. And you know, for years I walked in shame, guilt, condemnation, low self-esteem, self-pity, self-hatred, and I had to make a conscious decision who I was going to believe. And I have to tell you, just like the people that I've counseled, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy to get up every day and believe what the what the word said about me versus what God said about me. But the more I believed it and the more I spoke it out, the more it became a reality to me. So that's the next thing I want to talk about. You've got to speak it. 
So you're starting to believe that you are who God says you are and God is who he says he is. So now you've got to start walking it out on a daily basis, even if it doesn't feel normal. And I will tell you that at first, it's not going to feel normal to say, I am the righteousness of Christ. I am fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. I lack no good thing according to his riches and glories in heaven. But you have to start speaking it out. Write scripture on pieces of paper, post it on your bathroom mirror, your bedroom mirror, post it on your car, put it on your phone. But start speaking those those thoughts, God thoughts, out into the atmosphere and watch the situation, watch your atmosphere change, watch your belief system change. And then when the enemy comes up, and he will, to trip you up, you can say, it is written, God says I am righteous, God says I am loved, God says I am redeemed. And when the enemy starts to remind you of your past, you can remind him of his future. Because in the end, we win. In the end, God gets victory. And that's where he wants you. He wants you in a victory mindset. So often we are stuck in that victim mindset. But God wants you to have that victorious mindset. Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Jesus Christ so that we can do good things he's planned for us long ago. God created you in your mother's womb. He created you and he had a plan for you before you were born. And he wants to see that plan come to fruition. So I want you to stop trying to be what everybody else wants you to be. I want you to stop comparing yourself to what everybody else is doing. And I want you to embrace who God has created you to be. It says in Deuteronomy that you are the head and not the tail, that you are first and not last, that you are blessed and not cursed, that you are the lender, not the borrower. That's who God says you are. And then it says that God's mercies and his goodness are going to, they're going to run after you and they're going to overflow so that you will be able to bless other people. And so I want to challenge you today to think about what you're believing. If what you're believing does not line up with the word of God, then I have to tell you that what you're believing is a lie from the pit of hell. And that's where the enemy wants to keep you. He wants to keep you bound in a pit of hell. God says that you are loved. God said he created you for great things. I want to read you the last scripture, and it's been one of my favorites recently, and it's from... Um, Ezekiel 37 and I would encourage you to go and read the whole book of Ezekiel and then focus on the whole chapter of 37 the the um the main theme of chapter 37 is the valley of dry bones and it says in verse um four then he said to me prophesy to those bones and say to them dry bones hear the word of the Lord This is what the sovereign Lord says to those bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put my breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord God. So I prophesied as I was, I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and the skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into the slain, that they may live. So I prophesied. 
as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. God is saying to you to start prophesying to those dead places in your life, to those places that you thought have died, to that relationship that you thought was dead, to that prodigal child that hasn't come home, to that job or that dream that you wanted and you thought you were going to have, and you've allowed the enemy to get in and cause those places to dry up and die. God is saying right now three things. He's saying you have to believe you are who I say I am. You have to believe that you are who I say you are. And then you have to prophesy to those dead places that we have allowed Satan to come in and wreck havoc in and start prophesying them to come alive. And in this verse, it says they miraculously started coming to life. We serve a supernatural God who is still doing signs, miracles, and wonders today. So what you think may be dead, he's just going to tell you to start prophesying. And it's going to come back to life even better than you could ever imagine. God says that he has come to give us life and life abundantly. We've got to believe that. We've got to speak that. We've got to start prophesying to those dry bones to come alive again. And then we've got to watch it change. Did you know that the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in every believer? And it's up to us to activate that. It's up to us to walk in that power. It's up to us to walk in that anointing. But how can we do that if we're not agreeing with God? How can we do that? How can we do that if we don't believe God is who he says he is and that we're who he says he is? So we've got to believe in Father God and what he says. And we've got to walk hand in hand with him. And we've got to believe who we are in Jesus Christ. And then we start prophesying to those dry places in our life and watch them miraculously start coming to life. You can be a game changer. You can be an atmosphere shifter if you truly believe who you are in Christ. And that if Christ can go into a room and change an atmosphere, Christ live in you, the hope of glory, then you can walk into a room and change the atmosphere. You can walk into a situation and change it for the good of, for you and the glory for God because we are glory carriers. So I want to encourage you again, think about what you believe about yourself. Think about what you believe about God. And then let's start changing those negative beliefs into positive beliefs so that your identity is solely grounded in the word of God. And then start prophesying to those dry places. Know that you are an atmosphere changer. You're a game changer. The same Holy Spirit that rose, raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. And as believers, we need to take up that authority and we need to start living life as, as Christ has called us to live, not as the devil has told us to live. John 10, 10 says the devil comes to still kill and destroy, but Christ has come that you may have life and have it abundantly. So who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the lie of the enemy and walk in defeat, depression, and prison, and chaos, and turmoil, and anxiety, and fear? Are you going to believe what God says and walk in victory each and every day? I hope you will choose to believe what God said about you. He says that you are the righteousness of Christ. He says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He says that you are his beloved. He said that he's your friend and that he loves you. And we can go before the throne without fear, without trembling, because he's an Abba Father and he loves you. He created you for fellowship with him. He says you're beautiful. 
You are talented. He's given you everything you need for life and godliness. So choose to believe the truth today and get rid of those lies and watch your life change for the glory of God. Thanks for tuning in today. Again, I hope that you will follow me on all social media outlets, trudysimmons.net, Dr. Trudy Simmons, um, thechristianview.tv, and you can reach me at trudysimmons.net. I hope to talk to you soon, and God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast.